This is the Got Our Back podcast, where it's all about friendship and fun. I'm Maria. I'm Carrie. And I'm Megan. And we're so stoked to have you with us. Get ready to feel humbled, empowered, and real as we dive into great advice, stories that'll make you go, whoa, and some real life. Why the did you bleep me? Girl. So let's hang out and let the good vibes roll. So this is podcast number two. And I can't believe that (laughs) we've actually continued this. I'm just joking. (laughs) Are we consistent? No, that's my... Okay. Before I get to my issues, you know, like... I just... I want to start so many new things. And then I get so... Like, I dive deep and go get so obsessed. And then there's a part of me, like... What months from now, where I will probably lose. Okay, well, we're not going to let you do yeah. that with this one. Is yeah. that what you're talking about? Yes. No, no. ma'am. No, ma'am. It okay. took two years for you to talk me into this. We're not going to fall off. So every week, we're going to do something and upload something, and we need our followers to help us. Hold on. We're going to ask for topics. So speaking of consistency. Yes, ma'am. It's a new year. Ooh. Can we talk about our intentions for 2024? So oh, <laughs> I wore my hater shades today because oh, I'm that girl from the gym. If you know, the first two weeks you go in and you're just working out and it's, you know, January 1, I got this. I'm going to lose some weight. Mm, no, I did that for years. So what, oh. you're like a two-weeker? Yeah, I was like a two-weeker. I'm like a two-weeker and quitter. And then, like I, a- and then I pay for the gym membership for like the next six months because I forget to cancel it or they make it so hard for you to cancel that you're like, what in the actual hell? You call up like, there. You want like, me to write a letter? They're you like, you have to come up here. Yeah, or no, you want me to write a letter to the president and this is and send it to this fax number and oh my like gosh. this stamp. <laughs> Not no. leaking the stamp. Yeah, girl. Like, it's no, not like, like that. Like, I'm like, and this is why it's $9.99 a month and I went to the cheapest gym in town mm-hmm. i hate that i so you know so what i I'm, do that but i go to the most expensive <laughs> gym in the world and i go ahead and pay like 129 129 look, for like nine months because i'm just gonna make a shameless plug again for ozempic <laughs> whatever whichever one you want to do i lost 40 pounds on it so i'm like you know what I'm not going to the gym again. I don't know how gyms are even like, are they still in business? Yes. <laughs> uh, is Jenny Craig still in business? I don't think hey, they are. We know very well that those gyms are in business. Well, right? I mean, I get, oh yeah, they are. Because, you know, <laughs> sometimes people go to gyms and just like, to look at themselves in the mirror. I mean, you know what I mean? You but, get the selfie shots. Oh, you get the ab shots. It's like, is this a gym these days? It's. I feel like it's like a. It's like the club. Yeah. You know what I mean? For single people, they just go there to meet people. Yeah. I hate the gym. Girl. You will never find me bye. at the gym. Right? You I know. never. Well, right. no, 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 no. Not going to lie. I do. I have gone to the gym a few times, but I just feel like it's so many eyes looking at you when you're at the gym. I don't know how to make these machines work. <laughs> I look at that diagram mm-hmm. like I'm supposed to do what? And then mm-hmm. I'm that person that's like doing the leg thing this way or Backwards. this. Yeah. Like you're like, this is supposed to be a butterfly, but I don't feel so like So I'd rather just, yeah. you know, work out okay, at home Maria. if I do. But, so. but I'm kind of glad to know that I'm not the only one that has like. Gym anxiety? No, not gym, but like issues of like staying committed to things that we were what we oh, plan yeah. to do. Oh, so you have commitment issues. Consistency what, issues. Yes. Is that the word? Consistency, consistency issues. Yeah. I so think you I, get all fired up. I do. And then you lose steam. 
Yeah, I, yeah. I think that's, that's why how it should do fly by the seat of your pants. Yeah, that's what, yeah then you don't have to. You every day's different, but sister. Yeah, we talked about this. I know. Yeah, I'm that's telling why you. We work so Look, well. Uh, I'm we, telling you, because when it's the same thing over and over, and could you imagine if you had to work in a factory and bless the factory workers, like Lord have mercy. But if I had to like just drill a thing, the same thing but over and see, over and over me. again. I love structure. It I can keeps do it. my mind. Or if I was life insurance agent, you know, like yeah. and all I could do sell life I don't like to be pigeonholed like let me just be free like literally let me be free let me be the person that I want to be for that day and then maybe tomorrow I'm somebody else okay girl so what's your new year's resolution for 2024 what's on the new what's on the new horizon so episode one we heard that your word because I thought it was really interesting hearing all of our words and if you didn't hear that go take a listen Uh, but Megan's word was worth worthiness worth her worth Yes. Um, which I love. So what is like going to be some new things on the horizon for you? What's like, what's some new things you want to focus on? I love like getting fresh new like focus. I for sure need to like focus on myself, right? Mm-hmm. Like I need to work on the self-love. I need to learn like, what am I worth? Mm-hmm. What do I bring? I know like I'm smart enough to be able to tell you what I bring to the table and I know my worth, but do I really believe that on the inside? Mm-hmm. And I found that, you know, going through a divorce and being Mm -hmm. separated for many, many years, I did not, like, I knew what my worth was, but I didn't truly believe it. And I'm going to like, you know, shoot, I'm in counseling once a week, you know? I wish you knew your worth though, because like, look at everything that you bring to the table though. Like you like built the table, bought the table, like hammered the table. But serious question though, before, do you love yourself? You know, I'm getting there. And to say that I love 100% of myself today, I would be lying to you because, you Mm -hmm. know, like I did a lot of things for so many years for other people. I did a lot of things for friends, for, you know, an ex-husband, for family, to make my career, for bosses, for a company. I've done so many things to make everybody else happy. Everybody. Everybody. I forgot Megan along the way. Mm -hmm. For my kids, like I've done it all, like I've done for others. I... I used to be, my motto used to be like, you know, I'm living a life for others. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that can become lonely. Yeah. It, it can be very lonely to mm-hmm. really just, when you look at yourself in the mirror, you can be empty. It's lonely to come home and, you know, just not feel anything, to you almost know, feel empty. This may be way out of left field, but what comes to mind is I feel like, okay, so we've been besties for a long time. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and I feel like for years, because we both run our own companies mm-hmm. and we both mom and all the things, I feel like at night when we would talk and FaceTime and all that, we would both be in our beds like dying. Yeah. And like, we would be like, oh, we hurt so bad. We're so tired. We, I just yeah. can't go to bed. And that was like the life that we lived for years. Like, ugh. You yeah, know? because we did everything. So, but I think that was just like what you're saying, like giving to everybody else. Yeah. And I feel like this, the end of 2023, beginning of 2024, like because we are starting to give back to ourselves, and we're not needing to go like lay in the bed and we're not talking about how we hurt and how tired we are and all this stuff. So I think that's very interesting that we're finally like figuring out how to like you know, make yeah. time for yourself. Make time for yourself. Right. But, but we were talking, like we both came to realization was really weird one night. We were like, oh my gosh, 
Do you remember when we used to like go home from work and like lay in the bed? Like we would barely, I mean, we would engage with our kids minimally, you know, what we had to do, dinner, you know, whatever. And then we would like, like physically, like she would be going to like therapy for her back Mm -hmm. and I would be going to things for my neck. And we were just, we were just so like miserable and and now, like, we don't, I never, like, Girl, we're, like, we're, like, calling each other at night, and she's, like, I'm doing this right now. And I'm, like, I'm at. So it's becoming more positive than I'm just, like. I'm at this concert. Girl, she's, like, I'm at this concert. Like, we're just, just like, like, lay on the couch. I hadn't laid on my couch in years mm-hmm. in my living room. Same. And I used to come home, and I would just, you know, say, like, I'm tired. I'm worn out. Like, yeah, I have resting bitch face. It like, was depression. Yes, it was depression. I was miserable. I was not happy. Yeah. But, you know, like, you've got to take some accountability for that. Like, yeah. You know, like, so that's what I want for it was 2024. Interesting like, because her and I both were like, at the same moment, we're like, whoa, like, that was depression. Like, yeah. we didn't know it because yeah. we just, it manifested as, you know, exhaustion. being tired, exhaustion, yeah. pain. Um, all the things, and now it's like non-existent, which is wild. I can't tell you how many people, my staff included, they're like, I come into work and they're like, Megan, we've never seen you so light and airy. And I'm like, what is that? What the hell does that even mean? Do you right? know what my nail like, girl? Do I look skinny? Do I, what does that mean? Like, Can I tell you what my nail girls? what Anna said to me last time I went in, my no. nail girl? Carrie, you so relaxed. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, I was like, Okay, maybe she like, that was the word that a lot of people were saying to me a lot was like, you look more relaxed, like you're so much more relaxed. And sidebar, like every, every year for the last couple of years, me and the girls, all the artists at my studio and stuff like that, after the new year, we'll sit down and I buy them all these um, dream board. Mm-hmm. What are they called? Vision, vision board. Vision board. There I just went blank. Well, I buy them vision board kits and we bring our kids up to the studio and we eat and we hang out and we build our vision boards and we just like, you know, what do we want the year to look like? Right. So we built one last year, you guys. And my year, y'all know, I mean, I went through a divorce. So it changed, like everything shifted like that for me and I didn't see it coming. Um, and one of the girls last week was like, you should pull out your vision board and, oh. because what if you manifested all this? <laughs> so what was on your vision? No, no, we, you now we have to know. Now you, have, you have to show us a photo because I, I need to see I'll it. I'll post a photo. Okay. I'll let you post it because even myself was shocked and I do not remember doing it. I just want y'all to know that. Like when you pull out a vision board from a year before, yeah. You're literally like, this year I was like shocked because Amber's like very like into astrology and um, birth charts and stuff like that. She was like, I would love to see your vision board that we did last year. And so I pulled it. I I went home the other night and I had to find it. Of course, you're supposed to leave it out to like visualize all year, which Mm -hmm. I did. And I put it up. And the first word on there, does anybody want to (laughs) guess? I know y'all can't guess, but the first word on it was freedom. Oh, oh wow. wow. Jesus. And the second word was relax. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you did manifest it. And the third word was explore. And it had a lot of pictures of like happy and play. And like it had like this picture of like messy sheets and travel and like. Like just be more chill. All the things yeah, just that living in the moment. embody like right now, like moving into this new year was wild to me. So 
There but you I just go. Find Everybody this. should do a vision board. So are we going to do a vision board? We might need Y'all, to do a vision I have board. never done a vision board. Speaking of, so I know you've never done a vision board, but I have to just like, since we're talking about the new mm-hmm. year and stuff, I have to like give like props to like Trent last year. Girl, I was be- going to say the same thing. Because <laughs> that. Oh my gosh. I wish I knew what I said. I do. I wish you I know, know what I said. Yeah. So everyone last Can year. Can you go we ahead were- and give a visualization okay, of so our we New Year's last year. To for New Year's last oh year. Oh my God. And you. And Trent oh, said we need to. to Yes, we need to put what we put uh, seeds. We planted. Planted, we planted seeds, seeds. And then what were we going to burn? And you know what? It's like, you know what I asked for? For my marriage, like to grow and be better. And you know what? I'm like, well, hell, if that seed that planted wasn't any better, you know, if it didn't get any better, hell, let's burn it. Burn it to the ground. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and explain this a little burn bit better. Burn it to the ground. But burn it. Megan. Okay, that that's was what be- I asked for. I, I loved it because Trent like took us outside. It was chilly, I've never done that. and it was so meaningful. And like, I just remember being so grateful for our friendships at that moment because I loved that he went outside. I loved that I got to pray over everybody, and I loved that he got to plant all the seeds, and we mm-hmm. got to say like what that meant and like what our word was. And then I loved that he said, "Write down all the things that you're done with and burn it." And none of us really knew like what, what we, we didn't really. Did we share it? I think some did and some didn't. Yeah. yeah, some were comfortable with sharing what they burned, and some weren't. And I don't know. I would like. I have no clue what I burned, but girl, did it, it come burned? Through? I did mean, your house through? got set on fire this year. I'm just. I mean, I mean the whole thing, like yeah. literally. So with that plant that we, you know, we planted. Is it dead? dead, We planted (laughs) lemon seeds, right? And so I remember going outside during the spring and um, I was like, oh my gosh, I don't, I'm so terrible when it comes to plants. Like I have to find plants that live for a long time without getting watered, you know? And so I go out there, I'm like, Trent, the plant is like blooming, it was, it was blooming and you didn't water it. <laughs> I didn't water it. I was like, oh my gosh, everything is going to be mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And it then is. summer happened in Texas. <laughs> and two bombs dropped and went summer off. Summer happened yeah. in Texas. Summer happened for me. Yeah. Summer, it was summer for me. And yeah. like, you know, not going too crazy or anything like that. But, you know, I, this is why I talk about alignment with this one because like, I remember the day that I decided, like, I was done and I was getting a divorce, like, fully. Yeah. And you I went in the car. And when I get upset, I mad me. clean. Like, I. But you called mad me. clean. And I, I started cleaning out my garage because, like, I like fresh, like, I like. You I have don't to know what you y'all have, do you have when to y'all are upset, your, you have but to, I yeah. clean like crazy. And so I start cleaning out the garage. I'm like throwing all this stuff in my in my back of my SUV and I'm like taking it and donating it and all this stuff. And I call Megan and I'm just like bawling and I'm like telling her and she's like, girl, the exact same thing is happening over here. Go get uh, Maddox and Kaysen and come over. Like, let's just hang out. And I was like, what? Like, why didn't you tell me? And mm-hmm. she was like, I feel like a broken record and I'm tired of making the call and like hearing myself talk. But we were literally doing the same thing for days, but didn't lean mm-hmm. on each other because we were so tired of hearing ourselves 
say it because you know it's I mean? embarrassing. Like, yeah. let's be it honest. is embarrassing. Like, you don't want to be the friend. Like, I felt like for years I was the friend, and I felt like, like I almost like pushed some friends out of my life because I felt like I was so embarrassed to go mm-hmm. and tell them over and over again that I wanted to leave, but I wasn't strong enough because. But you stayed. I stayed. I stayed because I wanted that family. Yeah. I wanted two parents for my kids. I was willing to sacrifice myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get to a point where you realize that, you know, staying in something so toxic, it's not good for your kids, right? And so I have to take, like, there again, take some accountability. You know, I live through all these things in a marriage, right? But at the end of the day, like, I tolerated it and mm-hmm. I put up with it. And so the only thing that I can control, Maria Shelton, <laughs> I've had to learn is me, right? So yeah. I've had to look hard, really hard in the mirror and be like, you know what? You got to make some changes because if you don't, you're going to do this all over again mm-hmm. with the next person. And it was so amazing. Like, I feel like God, like, actually put her in my life all those years mm-hmm. ago for like this year. You know what I mean? Because we've made jokes all along and stuff like that. But for us to be able to go through the experience from the same day until now was very like, I don't know. I'm just grateful for it because oh, like if I wouldn't so have you been guys able to have that, alone, right, like, you know? I don't know that I could like have we done it. It seemed like we were always off. It seemed like she was going I would be really and- good or I would be decent. I would be stable, not right. really good. I would be stable and she would be not good. And then right. she would be stable and I would be not good. So we were and we would like, always push and pull. Yeah. Like I would be like, I'm an advocate for marriage. I'm an advocate for, for your it. marriage. Fight for your marriage. What do you need to do to make your marriage work? Like I would push her and she would push me. And I think that God knew like it had to be like right then because that's what we did for years, you know, probably stayed way too long, but probably not because I think his timing is perfect timing. But I don't know, like this time was like we like sat in the pool like it was the summer. So we like sat in the pool and our kids were playing. And instead of me, like for the first time in eight years or nine years or however long where I would be like, I love him, fight for your marriage, blah, 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 blah. I was like, no, we're done. You know what I mean? And I felt guilty for that. But at the same time, it was like, we've said this for so long. Like I can see how miserable she is. And we're like mirrors looking Mm -hmm. back at each other. And it was just like, finally, like mercy. Okay. Like if we're going to do it, like it's time I'm here for you and you're here for me. And I always told her, but if you change your mind, of course I'm here for you for your marriage. Like I love you. I love him. Like whatever. And vice versa. But at the, like, I'll always tell her that. But at the same time, we were also like, but if we're going to do it, like it's time. Yeah. Which was cool. Like, it's and sad. it even took like some time for us to even come to you, Maria. Both of well, us. Well, that's why right? I said it. I was like, I was low key <laughs> upset because, I mean, don't get me wrong, it's yes. y'all's business, no. you know, mm-hmm. but I was low key upset. I'm like, they didn't, t- I mean, but just know it wasn't about you. Yeah, Maria. I was like, it wasn't it about was, you. It's but, just we had done it so many times. We, both I also of us. wanted to handle. But I wanted to be there for you guys too. So I was just like, they didn't feel comfortable in telling me, you know. But I was just. I also wanted to handle our relationship with care because for me, I felt like uh, our husbands being friends since yeah teenage years, like that's very valuable and like 
maybe worth more than our friendship. Yeah. So I wanted to be able to do it in like I mean, even until a now, nice way. you know, we try our best to just be neutral. Be neutral. Yes, and we I don't, know that. I don't and you know, like to get in the why middle of everything. There's no but, in the middle. There's yeah. no in the middle. I love you. I love your husband. I know you are going to love my ex-husband, which is great. Like, I love that for them. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I just feel like it's learning, right? I've never been through a divorce. For me, it was just like two. And it's, it's just know that it's not about, it was nothing that you did, right? It's nothing that, it's not that we didn't want to share. Like, I was embarrassed, right? Yeah. Like, you I think it's feel more like shame. It's like, yeah, shame. Exactly. Like, we lived in shame for a long time. And you guys have a marriage that people look up to. Right. Right. Yeah, and right. we do all look up to your marriage. Yeah, like, like we're team marriage. I'm yeah. team marriage over here. Do you know how hard it is to try to date and be like, I'm a full wife over here. Like, I'm I trying to be with you married, every you guys. day. I Maria, okay. <laughs> I love being married. I will be married by next year. Don't okay. worry. And like even just, going through my divorce, even talking to my ex, like when we were going through, I was like, I will be remarried and I will be remarried okay. quickly because I love being married. I like a family like dynamic. It's all I've ever wanted. You know what I mean? Like, I like that. So this like I, I've even said it like, no, I'll be right back in there. Okay. You know? But it's just the difference of being, like, married to the right person and the wrong person, yeah. right? And, like, sometimes it's like you just have to get to—you get to the point and you're like, okay, I'm just not—I'm just not your person. Like, mm-hmm. you, I thought in my head you were you were my person, but you're not my person, and that's okay. And you've got to come to the point where you're like, it's okay, and it's okay, like— I was so scared of failure because mm-hmm. all I've ever wanted to do was excel at everything. I'm a perfectionist, right? Like I want everything to be perfect in my life. I thought if we ever had one fight that that was the end of the world, you know, like I mm-hmm. wanted to put my husband on a pedestal and think that everything should be perfect all of the time. That's not real life. That is not a relationship. That is not a marriage. None of that, right? Like everybody has trials. Everybody has tribulations, but it's like, you got to learn boundaries. I had zero boundaries before. Mm-hmm. Zero. Like literally, shameless plug again. I read the book, mm-hmm. uh, Boundaries and Goodbyes. You can get it on Amazon. <laughs> uh, maybe she's not sponsored. No, not at all. Lisa Turkwitz. <laughs> yeah, I love that book. Honestly, my sister had been trying to get me to read it for two years. And I was like shocked when we you read, read it. We read it together. And, and I was like, I read oh it in gosh, five days. Me- Megan's going to read it with me. And then she blew me out of the water. 250 pages you read in that five book? days. No, like... She was like, do you want to read it? I'm like, yes. And then I'm thinking, I will quit. She's like definitely it. not going to read it. <laughs> and I'm reading it at like a one chapter a night pace. Yeah. And she texts me, I'm done. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. So that means it's good. Because remember when she no. had a Bible study online Listen, and we bought the book and I was like, girl, I it's don't. It's good. It's a good one. But she was so hungry for um, guidance. Okay. Like it was a good book, but she was just at that make it or break it point where like, she was hungry for like, you know, like guidance. So it was really cool to see because she would mess be like, oh my gosh, yeah, read it, blah, 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 blah. It just blah, talks blah. all about the synopsis, the cliff notes, as I would say, because I was an author reader in high school. In high school, I was like the girl buying the cliff notes and like, okay, if I can make a B to keep my A in this class off the cliff notes, I'm not reading that book. Yeah. And maybe if I have to even look over here on this person's paper to get a couple answers to still make that A, like... Don't I'm, cheat, guys. I know, but, you know, I did. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Dude, but cover your paper. I was the cliff notes girl. So I kept telling my sister, like, can you just send me the cliff notes? Like, please just send me the cliff notes. And so my sister sent me bullet points, like so literally. So what are you going to do, Megan? Like, your word is wor- worthiness, worth, my worth. 
what are like something like tangible that you'll do in 2024 to like make it like full circle? You know, literally the smallest thing. Jump off a plane. No. <gasps> we can... No. <laughs> I will do a lot of things, but I'm. that's just not on the bucket list for 2024. Literally, probably like... I had someone tell me literally, look in the mirror and tell yourself like, I'm sorry. And I am. Like, mm-hmm. good thing I got my hater shades on because, you know, I'm a crier. So it was like, that was like an epiphany for me. Like telling yourself you're sorry because I felt like you know, going through a separation, like I've had so much guilt and I've had, you know, it's, it's literally, you know, I've, I've dealt with a lot of grief in my life and there's stages to grief, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, the synopsis to, not to go back, but to that book was it's, you don't create healthy boundaries, you know, to say goodbye to somebody, you create healthy boundaries to keep yourself safe. Mm-hmm. And if somebody doesn't want to respect your boundaries, then That's guess what? Decision. That's their decision. And then maybe it is time to look at a goodbye. So simply starting with looking myself in the mirror because I need to do a lot of self-work and work on my self-worth and basically telling myself over and over again, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for what have I, you know, tolerated. I am sorry for what I've put you through. I am sorry for all the things. Um, And showing myself a little mercy and grace. Um, that was big for me. It was almost mm-hmm. like an epiphany. So I'm gonna you also s- need to like, when you say you're sorry, you need to tell yourself that you love yourself. I do. I just think the reason why, um, you know, you've gone this far, not knowing, you know, how much, you know, how to build self-love is like what you said in the first, um, the first episode, you talked about how you were an athlete. So you were always under the light. You were always competing. You were always, um, you know, like, so you were always just trying to win. You're, so it's always proving something. Proving something. And you're afraid right. of fail. You're afraid of losing. And but you've done not, that in your business. Yeah. And you've done that in your family. You've done that in real life. Yeah. And you're so right. now it's time to just be like, what do I, what am, who am I proving anything to? Right? Right. Are you proving, this was a big one for me in 2021, was I had like a come to Jesus like literally with myself because I was trying to prove, you know, everybody wrong. And I felt like, I literally felt like I had like an epiphany. I felt like God was speaking to me of like, what are you trying to prove? I remember exactly where I was sitting at the moment. I remember when he said, what are you trying to prove? And I was just like, I just had to think about it for a minute. Cause I was like, am I trying to prove it to, you know, my friends? Well, no, my friends love me for who I am. They accept me. And then I thought about, well, am I trying to prove it to God? Well, no, like he already knows who I'm going to be, you know, tomorrow, yesterday, whatever. Like I'm not trying to prove it to him. I'm trying to prove it to social media. That's stupid. You know what I mean? So then when you go through all those facets and you're like, well, no, I mean, I really don't know. You know what I mean? And just like letting that go and just like being who you are because you're like amazing. Oh. And you're pretty yeah. and you're gorgeous and you're so sweet. sweet. You have the big, both of you the guys heart. have the biggest heart. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. You know, you know, you but it, it, you need to kind of draw the line and tell be people easy be on like, yourself. like what you said, like you're the type of person that will always speak up, speak up for yourself. And you bad bitch energy. Okay. <laughs> oh, what number are we on? I have no idea. Oh. I think we're, 
Where's the cash jar? No, that's that's no. one dollar for yeah. today. That's one dollar for mm-hmm. today. Okay. I'll take the dollar for for that comment because you are like I am saving my bitch. Please BBE, and I, it's coming. It's coming. I don't know what day. I got to figure out what topic it's going to be. I mean, you got to come with that I'm bad come bitch energy. Okay. I just feel like it's coming. I yeah. feel like it's there. Okay. I feel like it's there. I feel right. like it's like right on that, on the cusp. It's coming. Okay, Maria, yeah. what's your what is your goals like? Like when you look at your life, like okay. First and, of all, her word was patience. Yeah. So we see we that, that she struggles with patience. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there twiddling my thumb. Like, so what are you gonna do to? Um, I don't know. Like fulfill it. It's just it's so hard for me to actually let go control of control. You know, I'm. Like what I said before, my husband and my kids, they don't like to be... They're free-spirited. Yeah, they're free-spirited. Well, you know what I admire about you is that you can, like, admit that you're controlling. I, on the other hand, people tell me all the time I'm controlling, and I, like, loathe them for that, and I want to, like, hate them and be like, I'm not controlling. I'm not. I'm really not controlling. You're not. You're totally laid back. (laughs) Totally. But I have controlling, like, you know, my hair. Like, I had had the same hairstyle. When I went and told Sam that I was going to cut my hair... She was freaking. Oh, after, you know, I hadn't cut my hair in 20 years. Yeah. But when I look at you, Maria, and in the fact that you can say I'm controlling and it's an issue for me, like, I love that about you. I just think it just brings up so much of my anxiety. I struggle with anxiety. Say, you know, what are you going to do to be like less controlling? Or I, I love that about you, honestly. Like, I love that about and, you. And I don't know that it's controlling. Yeah. I would say like you're super I think you're organized and structured. structured. Yeah. But right. you probably see little flaws day to day where it could be better. So what are you going to do? Think, I mean, that's where my husband comes in because he grounds me. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll tell me like, you cannot... You like you can't change things that are out of your control. And that's what stresses me out. Cause if mm-hmm. I'm trying to do something, but the universe is doing this, it literally irks me and my heart starts okay. racing. I'm gonna be your therapist Ooh. right now. So, I'm gonna be therapist Carrie right now. <laughs> Did anything ever happen in your childhood that made you more controlling or like make you want to feel like you had more control? I think that's just how I was raised. Yeah. You know, my dad was in the military. Yeah. So, you know, that he was sense. very structured. Yes. Yeah. So it was every day, same thing. And so when things didn't go or like, for example, like we all ate dinner as a family, 6 p.m. every day. You know, he would come home at 5. So it's just it's how I was brought up. And so even now when I'm with my kids, they're so laid back and I'm just like, come on, we got to go. Let's go. Let's go. We're on a time crunch. But for what? Mm-hmm. You know, so that's where I'm learning how to just, just kind of take a step back mm-hmm. and just enjoy the moment. I saw this thing on Instagram the uh, the other day and it said that sometimes, um, sometimes children cause you to probably slow down a little bit, but just remember that maybe you need that time Mm -hmm. because things happen so fast so just accepting that I think it's you know just very powerful for me I just need to breathe so anytime I'm going off the walls and just (laughs) in a corner just be like just breathe Maria just feel your heart oh well you had a beautiful tattoo experience my last tattoo (laughs) first and last second and last she'll get more second you had another one 
Yeah. Oh, what? I got it when I was like 16. I thought that was your first one. No, no, I wasn't 16. I was... I have a little butterfly on my. Oh, lower. you have a. Oh, you, you have, do. Not a tram stamp. It's you more have a tram the, stamp. I have a tram. No, stamp. mine I have is a tram stamp. Is, it's on the back of. It's on my hip, not in the middle of my okay. spine. So it's on the, like, my love hand. Y'all can have a tram stamp, but I don't. <laughs> oh yeah. Y'all have tram stamps. Oh, oh yeah. 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 So mine is on this side. <laughs> Yeah, we do. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, now I just have so many, it doesn't matter. I'll but. never forget the first. So in Oklahoma, that's where, you know, I'm originally from. And back then, you didn't have tattoo shops. It was if illegal want, It was illegal. Really? Everybody do your research because yeah. it was so definitely illegal to, to get a tattoo. An underground place. Like, mm-hmm. And so I went. My dad was actually having surgery. I don't even remember what time. I think it was back surgery. And I was like supposed to be the person that if something happened to him, I was supposed to be in the waiting room. So I told my dad because the, the deal was <laughs> when I turned 18, he took me to get my belly button pierced because we had piercing places, but not mm-hmm. tattoo. Mm-hmm. And so he said, if I take you to get your belly button pierced, you have to promise not to get a tattoo. And I was like, I promise. So 19 comes a year later and I'd found the underground tattoo spot. Mm-hmm. And I told my dad, I was like, I'm going to go get a tattoo while you are in surgery. And he's like, what? What are you thinking? He was so mad, you know, an older dad. And so he comes out. The first thing he's like drogging. He's like, let me see it. Let me see it. <laughs> was so, this the, um, it's the thigh butter- tattoo or the, no, or it's the back my, tattoo? It's my back okay. butterfly. So I pull I up my shirt. Back. So I pull up my shirt and my dad goes, by God, it's the size of my hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, go hard or go home, dad. Go hard or go home. I definitely had a similar experience, but I was 16 and I found a guy that tattooed out of a trailer house Woo! okay super classy and he didn't care about ids <laughs> and it was crooked and it was a butterfly <laughs> and it was definitely a tramp stamp yeah. so well i hate that so all of our first tattoos were butterflies, were butterflies. butterflies. what the <laughs> and if you I, was, I was 18 no i was about eight maybe 20 when i got mine but it was so little if you look at mine of all the things i don't even know why i jumped when he was doing the antennas so i have one antenna that's like <laughs> and so it's like crooked. And he's like, don't move. And I was like, it's too late. So now when you look in the mirror, it's like, here's the antennas are supposed to be like this. And this is like, <laughs> oh, I'm definitely looking now. Oh, look at it. It's totally oh terrible. I am so curious Total. to know how many people have butterflies as their first tattoo. I don't know. Ooh, like, let's do a poll. Yeah. We should do a we poll. Should. We'll do a I poll. would really yeah. love to know. And if, if Butterfly wasn't their first tattoo, like, what, what was it? it? Yeah, what yeah. was it? A Chinese symbol. <laughs> or barbed wire. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Maybe, yeah, so Chinese My sister letter. got the Chinese letters on her neck and got kicked out of our house. Legit. I'm oh always afraid to get because my sister has a Chinese. Um, is it a symbol? What is it called? I'm a just letter? scared to do that. A letter? I, like I would probably. But how get do you know what it is? Like yeah, what, like is it popcorn or is it like is it really like what they <laughs> say it, it is? Like does it mean what they say it is? Because I I'm like know. like uh, my luck, I would get one and it'd be like fuck you, you know? Like seriously, <laughs> it's gonna be Actually, one of those things. Actually, now that I think about it, my son. We were at Six Flags, mm-hmm. and he was probably Do they have tattoos at Six Flags. Nineteen. Listen, so me and my sister Chelsea, <laughs> we took all the kids to Six Flags, and he's like sitting in the ride, like across from us. He had been begging me for a tattoo. He was probably actually he's probably eighteen, but you know he had just turned eighteen, and he goes to sit down, and his his uh, shorts kind of hike up, and she like leans over to me. She's like, Bitch, he's got a tattoo on his thigh. And I was like, no, he doesn't. 
And she was like, yes, he does. And I was like, no, he doesn't. She was like, okay. Back to the hip and tattoo. And so he's like pulling his short. I'm like looking at him sweating, like pulling his shorts down. So we get off and I'm like, pull his shorts up. Do you want to know what it was? What was it? A butterfly. A butterfly. <laughs> Oh, picture yeah. because, and I'm like, what did you do? It looks like the worst tattoo ever. Now we're going to have to show photos of our butterfly so tattoo. He says, he says that his dad was getting a tattoo at his house, like totally hood. And he asked the guy, can I tattoo myself? And the guy's like, sure. So he starts it, realizes that it hurts, and they forced him to finish it. It looks terrible oh in the coolest gosh. way now. I don't know what I'm going to do. I We did tell Tristan that if he was to ever want to get a tattoo, let us know because we will take him. So that's exactly but what course, I did. He, he has to be at least 18. That's exactly what I did when Brylin did turn of age yeah. and he kept begging me. I kept telling him, I wish you would wait a little bit longer because I love my tattoos when I'm older, but yeah. I don't love the ones I got as a teenager. You so, right, and he's like, you you're such that. a hypocrite. You have all these tattoos. You only, I'm like... I, I'm not saying I don't love them. I love tattoos. I'm just saying you need experience. You need to know what you like. Like yeah. it has to have some meaning. Like I just wish you would. And then I realized how like he's very much like me. He's very rebel. Like I knew he was going to do it anyway. So I was like, okay, what, what are we doing? So he helped me like draw them. I helped him like draw them, pick a person, you know, go with him. Cause I was like, he's going to do it anyway. Like he was going to get a snake. <laughs> So I was like, okay, we got we to gotta regroup. And so I talked him into, he loves photography yeah. and all that thing. So he got like his camera and, you know, different things that were more And, you meaningful. know, like take him to a place that. And I took him to a good place. Good place. Well, it could yeah. be like me and go to the second house. <laughs> talking about the hip tattoo. But was it a trailer house? No, but I it was still, you. it was still my college town, you know, mm -hmm. Stillwater, Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. I'm in a house. And what happens? I get another butter butterfly. I mean, bigger and better butter. And it's, you got two butterflies. Yeah, I got Oh my god! But the best part—the best part is I thought I needed my name, oh. Megan, this big on the side <laughs> of my hip. And so you you're know, so scary. How funny was this? One day, years into our friendship, we're sitting in the pool, and this girl gets up, and I go, "Does your tattoo say Megan?" And she was like, "Yeah, girl." I was like. You thought you were going to forget <laughs> your name? Oh, and in Oklahoma, the only thing you have to do on weekends is go to the lake. And so I'd go, I love the story. You know, you know, pop my dad, 19, had fake ID. My dad would give me a case of beer, tear off in the boat across to the, you know, drunk cove, be out there, and I'd be drinking, right? Girl, can, what do you call it when you Final do? Beers. No, Shot. what do you? What do you do with the beer where you poke the hole in it That's really good? shotgun a beer. Okay, girl can shotgun a beer. I learned that at the lake. And so I would get drunk, right? I, I would get tipsy. I shouldn't say drunk. I got drunk. Let me yeah, not lie. Yeah, you did. I was drunk. <laughs> and so I would have these people and they would say like, hey, Megan. And I'd be like, how did they know my name? <laughs> no, no, Sherlock. <laughs> They're like, you're so, hip. So then you're after like, like the hundredth time of like, how did they know my name? I would be like, it's my girlfriend's name. And so then that was like, that became my like claim to fame, you know, like, oh, that was a much better story that it was my girlfriend's, my girlfriend's name and it's name. not my name, but yes. Yeah. So that's I how that, that went. God. I love that. Carrie, what, what about you? Putting you on the spot. <laughs> 2024. What's it going to bring you? 2024. 2024. Hmm. Well, my word was enough. That's so right. I'm just going to keep focusing on like self-love 
and like loving myself, which is really interesting. Like when you're divorced, because you start sharing your kids, like, and you have time alone, which is new. So, um, I'm not used to like a full weekend without my kids. Right. I've been a mom since I was 19 years old. So Mm -hmm. that is like the weirdest part of all of it. But also like, you know, where you will find like self-love and like things that you can, you can rest, you can do things for yourself. You can have fun. You can like find yourself Mm -hmm. again. So, and I know that their dad is a good dad. Like I know they're having fun with him. I know they're having a good time. So for me, like that's what 2024 is going to be like about like love. Cause I'm in love and, um, you know, just, you know, having time for myself. I, I haven't had time for myself since I was, 19 years old I'm 42 so I think that that's going to be really fun with this year is finding myself and like learning more things about me like I feel like I've changed like a million percent like just in since the summer so I'm excited to see like what the year will hold and I'm excited to see like my business like what what's to hold for my business because I always feel like refreshed and like excited with my business again when it comes to the new year I love sitting down with the vision board with my girls you know like how much different is my board gonna look this year than last year Mm -hmm. like that's always fun to see like maybe we should all do that together um I don't know I just I just am excited for life right now but I also want to like see what the future holds for my kids too so I don't know I'm just I'm excited for this podcast I'm really excited so excited for this podcast because honestly like when I blog or when I blogged before, you guys know I love to blog mm-hmm. and write on my Facebook. It's always been an outlet for me. And I thought if I could just touch one woman, you know, mm-hmm. and so I feel like, you know, we just start with one woman. If we can touch, if if each podcast can reach one woman and it builds from there, mm-hmm. like there's just, it, it's just, you know, the fact of being real and honest and, 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 you know, life is not all butterflies mm-hmm. and roses. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of shit and you can get in the trenches and it doesn't matter if you're mom $2. or wife or divorced or cussing and giving dollars. It's all of the things. But mm-hmm. I'm super excited for this journey with you guys because I love you. I'm excited about my too. friendships. And yeah. we're going to pivot to Maria because she knows our socials. So if you feel led to, we really need you guys to go like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, YouTube, everything and what's our handle at got her back podcast oh okay thank you guys for hanging out with us today we're super excited about (laughs) 2024 and we can't wait to get real with you peace out bye